you ready for some football? <laughs> it's time for Red Zone Talk on 95.3 KGY, a weekly look at high school football in the area with your hosts, Noel Wall and Olympian prep sports writer, Lauren Smith. Ready? Ready? And now here's Lauren and Noel. Well, good morning. It is Friday again, uh, and it is Season 3, Episode 9 of Red Zone Talk. Hear it again later on the Red Zone Talk page at KGYFM.com. And email the show, rct at KGYradio.com. I'm Noel, and Lauren is with us again. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Noel. I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, wait. I didn't get your mic on. Try that again. Good morning. Okay. Now we're cooking. (laughs) Uh, The storm that never was... uh, Happened last week. Yeah, it um, that was quite anticlimactic for sure. It was. Uh, I think we did the right thing though with uh, staying off the roads because that was kind of a, a high point of the of the storm. We did get a lot of water and all that kind of stuff, but it didn't really have uh, the kind of effect on uh, on the games. I think. No, I mean you know Shelton and North Thurston rescheduled um, for Monday, so they played on Monday, and several of the teams kind of closer to the coast rescheduled. But, you know, otherwise, you know, the game I went to, I mean, the weather is obviously a factor in terms of it's raining the whole time. And, you know, do you really want to play in the rain? And I know up north, you know, if you're playing at Bellarmine, you're on the you're on the grass field and it gets pretty muddy. So I know there are a few mud bowls going around. Yeah. Um, but, you know, otherwise, you know, there wasn't really thunder or lightning or, or anything that was postponing. Yeah. Postponing anything or doing anything like that. Not so, like we thought. But, other than uh, the water. Right. So, uh, some of the things that did happen, uh, Rainier hosted Life Christian. They did. Uh, Rainier picked up their sixth win of the season, so they they beat Life Christian 23-6. to six. Uh, Ian Russell, uh, fullback, you know, became a bigger factor again last week. Uh, two touchdowns for him, 108 yards. He's the kicker, too, so a 26-yard oh, wow. field goal for him. Um, yeah. So, scored the majority of Rainier's points there, and... You know, they're still in the AP rankings this week, so doing well. That's awesome. Uh, Tenino and Elma. Uh, yep, Tenino uh, on a four-game skid now. Um, Elma ends up winning that one 26-13. So Tenino, kind of after getting off to that hot start, you know, has really has really struggled. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Weeks. And was that game at Elma? Uh, I believe it was at Tenino. At Tenino, okay. I, I wasn't really sure where it was. Uh, Rochester uh, took on Centralia. Uh, they they did, um, and Centralia wins that one, forty-two to six. Um, so Rochester's going to drop to zero and seven on the year. Jose Pineda had two hundred forty-five yards and four four wow. touchdowns for the Tigers. So, uh, good win for Centralia for sure. Yeah, yep, absolutely. And then you talked about that postponed game, North Thurston at Shelton. Yes, so they ended up playing that one on Monday, about an hour earlier. So they played at six o'clock. Um, and Shelton ends up snapping a three-game skid. Um, and they win that one thirty-one twenty-one after trailing in the second quarter. Um, Tyler Gerald has kind of picked them up, the quarterback out in Shelton. He had uh, two touchdown passes and then another rushing TD, um, and they scored 28 un- unanswered points All right. in that one. Well, maybe the radio curse has ended because they hadn't won since we talked about them. That's true. <laughs> early That's true. on. Um, yep, so they, uh, they're they 3-4 and four now. Um, Thurston uh, drops to 1-6. and six. Yeah. River Ridge uh, burned out the scoreboard at Clover Park. They did, uh, you know, and that's you know that's kind of what I expected them to happen. You know, they're kind of the top team in their division, and Clover Park's, you know, kind of one of the ones at the bottom. Uh, they won that one 50-6, um, so they stay at number three in the rankings. Um, undefeated still, they're 7-0. Uh, they'll be on bye this week, but, you know, 
just kind of went in and took care of business. Um, and you know, the kind of the big stars took a little bit of a backseat. So they got, they had a sophomore running back in there named Malik Omina and he rushed for 164 yards and two touchdowns. Oh, so that's cool fun. to see the younger guy get in there and really, really make some noise. Yeah, that's great. That's great. That's, and you love to, to get that and get the experience and, and it adds to the depth of the team and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, speaking of burning out the, uh, scoreboard lights, how did Aberdeen score twice against Tumwater? Um, I, you know, I'm not sure, but Tom Water definitely, you know, they, they took care of business. They had six different running backs score. Um, Jacob Holbrook, who's kind of their, their normal workhorse guy, uh, 84 yards and two touchdowns for him. And then Cason Waller, 84 yards for him and three touchdowns. So they really spread it around, you know, got it done. And I'm sure Sid is playing a lot of players in a game like that. Yeah, absolutely. Know, absolutely. Right? Get a lot of guys experience. Yeah. Uh, Black Hills and Chehalis. Yeah, so Black Hills, Black Hills went down to Chehalis coming off, you know, a few big wins. Um, WF West, you know, they're good this year. They're, they're a ranked team. Um, they end up shutting out Black Hills uh, for the first time this season. Black Hills put up at least a few points um, in every game except this one. So they win that one thirteen to 0 um, Black Hills, no Connor Furu. He's out for the season with an ACL tear. Um, and he's, you know, kind of their big bruising running back. And their other guy, Jaden Toussaint, um, the sophomore, who's kind of the, the guy who adds the quickness. You know, he was contained. Um, I believe he had like 17 yards. So WF West did a really good job of shutting Black Hills down. Right. Okay. And then uh, Capital went to Yelm and um, and got to be happy on the way home. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you know, Capital's kind of gotten off um, to a bit more of a role lately. Um, they win that one 20 to 6. Um, kind of shook it up on, on offense there a little bit. So Chris Penner, who's normally over, um, he ends up throwing two touchdown passes to Christian Elman, um, who's the big, the big tight end. Um, so the Chris and Chris connection there, um, and Capital ends up going home with the win. Okay, there we go. And then, uh, our local teams have been having trouble with Gig Harbor and Peninsula, but, uh, Timberline, uh, had a nice outcome. Yeah, Timberline, you know, I think... They go into that one having that forfeit against Yelm, frustrated about that, obviously, and they just rolled over Gig Harbor, um, 42 to 17. Um, Anthony Hathaway, who's you know their running back, uh, 275 yards for him, three touchdowns. Um, there's only one game this season that he's gone sub 100 yards, and wow. that's the only game that they you know outright lost, yeah. you know, not counting the forfeit. Um, so he's he's just having a monster year. Um, expect him to kind of continue more of the same. Well, that's good. That's a decisive win against uh, a team that everybody knows is a good team. Yes. Uh, and uh, a game that was shocking in one uh, aspect, uh, Graham Kapowson rolling over the Olympia Bears. Graham Kapowson wins that one 63-28. to And now GK is a ranked team, and we know they're good. Um, based on the way Olympia played Sumner and the way GK played Sumner, you know, I, I certainly thought it was going to be a lot closer. Um Game time decision on that one is Scott Gunther did not play. That's um, a big Olympia's deal. Big time running back. He's you know leading the he's, was leading the South Sound in rushing at the time the entire South Sound. Um, so him not playing is a huge deal. You know I don't know if that would have made the difference in the game considering how lopsided the score was. Um, Graham Kapowson has a great running back too named Micah Smith. He had four touchdowns. Um, so definitely you know. Maybe a rough one to swallow for Olympia, but, you know, kind of got to get back up this week and play Puyallup and kind of try to lock up that playoff spot. Yeah, okay. Well, there's a look at what happened uh, last Friday and last uh, Monday, too, I guess, a little bit. But uh, we're going to look ahead and see what's going to happen tonight and more conversation about uh, high school football in and around Thurston County. All that comes up next 
right here on uh, Red Zone Talk on 95.3 Olympia's KGY. Big savings in a small town. At Northwest Chevrolet and McKenna, enjoy the small town relaxed way of doing business and save money with the lowest sales tax in the area. Plus, the summer bonus tag sale is on now with huge savings on most new Chevy models, including loaded and hard-to-find Silverados. Save big on pre-owned trucks, too, with lots to choose from. Northwest Chevrolet and McKenna, Olympia, Lacey, and Yelm. It's just a few minutes away. Directions at NorthwestChevrolet.com. Every time you grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Pepsi, you'll find a Pepsi emoji on the side of the bottle. So while the Pepsi delivers this, the Pepsi emoji delivers this. Ahead, crack open a Pepsi and tell the world how you feel and what you love with Pepsi emojis. Say it with Pepsi. Don't get benched from the life you love. Doctors Femiano and Hamlin are dedicated sports medicine providers at Olympia Orthopedic Associates. Sprains, strains, torn ligaments, arthritis, joint inflammation, conditioning issues, and more. With same day MRI capabilities, it's no wonder local colleges, high schools, and youth leagues are choosing Olympia Orthopedic Associates for treatment and support. Details at OleOrtho.com. The Washington driving test just got harder. Nearly twice the questions and new subjects like distracted driving. Driver's education is a big step. Independence, mobility, responsibility. Get your student off to a safe start with 911 Driving School, the only school taught exclusively by highly trained police instructors. Results are clear. 911 graduates have fewer violations, fewer suspensions, and fewer collisions. Find information about classes in Lacey, Tumwater, and Yelm at 911drivingschool.com. There's the kickoff. 95.3 KGY. And more with Noel and Lauren on Red Zone Talk. And good morning again, Red Zone Talk here on KGY, Noel and Lauren. And uh, don't miss Lauren's article this morning in the uh, Olympian. You can have it delivered uh, right to your door, or you can go online at theolympian.com and find it there. And it's Pioneer Bowl. Pioneer Bowl, yes. uh, The annual rivalry game between Black Hills, two schools separated by the freeway, Um, as I mentioned mentioned in the story. this is the one that I go to that you got to get there a couple hours early or you will not find parking because um, a lot of people come out to see this one every year. Um, so, yeah, what I wrote today, you know, just kind of looks back a little bit at the at this rivalry. Um, you know, it's it's not the longest one in Thurston County. Um, that's North Thurston and Timberline, which is also being played tonight. So it's kind of rivalry week a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I just, you know, kind of took a look at – the history, um, Tumwater's leading the all-time series 14-3, um, you know, so it's a little bit lopsided, but, you know, we kind of looked back and found out some interesting things. Like back in 2003, when Black Hills won it for the first time, they won 14-0. They have the only shutout in this series. Wow. So, you know, Tumwater's never shut them out, but they've had they've shut Tumwater out. So, you know, while Tumwater kind of owns the, the 14-3 record, you know, Black Hills has a little bit of a bragging right there. So, you know, yeah, we just kind of looked at kind of three games, three defining games in the history of this rivalry. And kind of the first one was in 1999, and that was the first time this game was ever played, uh, two years after Black Hills was opened. Um, and, you know, the two years prior to that, Black Hills played in a different league to kind of develop right. before the two teams met each other. Um, and, you know, no one quite knew what to expect because a couple of these kids that are playing on this Black Hills team, they went to Tumwater when they were younger. 
you know, and the schools split up and they end up over at Black Hills and kind of play against some of their friends, you know, later later on. Um, and that game, you know, Tumwater ends up winning 31-28, but it came, like, it came down to the end. Um, they, you know, they forced a fumble late and end up holding on. But, like, that three-point margin, that's the lowest margin of victory um, in the entire series that was, an was that very first to, one. To, to start it off with, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, you know, the, kind of the next one we looked at was that, that 2003 game, um, the first time that Black Hills won. Um, and, again, that was 14-0. to zero. Um, And, you know, talked to Jack Zilla, um, who was the head coach at that time, and he actually coached um, Black Hills to each of their three wins um, against Tumwater. And, you know, he's, he's, he's over at River Ridge now. Um, as an assistant, but, you know, he kind of talked about how getting that first one was really exciting. Um, you know, getting the ones after that, obviously there's some great games. Um, you know, they won again in 2009 and that was the, that was the first time they'd gone to the state playoffs in the, um, until last year. So it'd been kind of a long stretch between 2009 and then last year when they ended up in the state playoffs again. Um, so, you know, we kind of, kind of looked at that one and that, that one was fun. And then, uh, looked at the game from last year. Both teams, you know, went into went into the game ranked and undefeated um, for the first time in a while. You know, Tumwater had kind of kind of owned you know owned the league for the years prior to that, and it looked like Black Hills was maybe going to contend. And Tumwater actually ends up winning that one, forty two to fourteen. Christian Williams, who's still Black Hills quarterback, he leaves that game with a concussion. So there were several injuries in that game. Uh, Easton Trakel got hurt again for Tumwater and. You know, a lot of guys went down in that game, so it's kind of a kind of a rough contest every year. But you know, I just thought it'd be fun to kind of look look back at this one, especially you know, Sid Otten retiring uh, this year. He's the only head coach to appear in every game. You know, Kirk Stevens, who's okay. at Black Hills now, um, was a defensive coordinator, and he's been there since you know Black Hills opened. Um, so both of both of them have seen this rivalry kind of from the beginning. Certainly um, some history in the a game lot of tonight. history, a lot of fun. And uh, you know, you, you talked about how how. Good, they were doing last year. Black Hills, you know, middling four to three, four and three right now. Uh, they could be a spoiler. It could be fun. They could, they could, you know. And last year, it, it's rough because you know they come in, they come into this game with Tom Water, um, and you know lose a couple guys. They lost a couple guys on defense too. A lot of guys got hurt. Um, lose that one, and you know then they draw Archbishop Murphy in the first round of the playoffs, and that's tough, you know. And then yeah. Tom Water obviously goes on to beat them in the semis, but just barely and. So, you know, a little bit of a rough draw from, for Black Hills. You know, each time that they've gone to state, they haven't made it out of the first round. So kind of still looking to still looking to step, take that next step. Um, but, yeah, you know, they started off the season a little bit rough, but, you know, losing two. But that was the teams that play in higher classifications. And then, obviously, WF West is, you know, no joke this year. So right. the losses they've had... You know they aren't slip ups. They're not no, things no. Black Hills do no, wrong. They're, they're just teams that team. are going to beat them. They're a good team. Yep. They'll be a good match for Tumwater. Absolutely. And Pioneer Bowl uh, tonight at uh, Tumwater Stadium. So it's a Black Hills home game. I think is that right? I think Tumwater's the home team. Tumwater's this year. the home team. Okay. Yep. Either way, it's at the same stadium. Yep. <laughs> they're going. We're going to the same place. Yep. Head out and go to that game. Uh, we're going to talk about the rest of the games as uh, they're going to happen tonight. And meanwhile, you can get. The entire story about uh, Pioneer Bowl and the history of that uh, in uh, Lauren's article this morning in the Olympian at theolympian.com. We'll be back with our uh, preview of tonight's action right after this on 95.3 KGY. Shift into savings now at your local Kubota dealer. 
Kubota RTVX Series is the best-selling diesel utility vehicle in the industry, earning their place by setting the standard for being durable and reliable under all kinds of conditions. Right now, you can get long-term financing as low as 0% APR for up to five years on select Kubota RTVX utility vehicles. Now through December 31st, 2016. Call toll-free 1-800-794-4992 for details about cost and terms. See J&I Power Equipment on Pacific and Olympia and Bald Hills Road in Yellow. Get it done, save a ton, J&I. Spin Tees Screen Printing Graphics gives you the very best quality printing and embroidery, perfect for teams, schools, and special events. Excellent quality, custom design, quick turnaround, and low pricing. You know, when it's your turn to order shirts, hats, caps, whatever, count on Spin Tees to make the job simple and easy with results that'll make you a hero. Check out the unique Seahawks gear they have at Spin Tees. 2008 Harrison, your grocery outlet, online at SpinTeesPrints.com. Friend Spin Tees on Facebook. Big savings in a small town. At Northwest Chevrolet and McKenna, enjoy the small town, relaxed way of doing business and save money with the lowest sales tax in the area. Plus, the summer bonus tag sale is on now with huge savings on most new Chevy models, including loaded and hard-to-find Silverados. Save big on pre-owned trucks, too, with lots to choose from. Northwest Chevrolet and McKenna, Olympia, Lacey, and Yelm. It's just a few minutes away. Directions at NorthwestChevrolet.com. There's the kickoff. 95.3 KGY and more with Noel and Lauren on Red Zone Talk. And welcome back to uh, Red Zone Talk. Uh, ready to talk about tonight's action. Uh, we've already gone over, I think, Tumwater and uh, Black Hills. Uh, River Ridge is not playing this week. River Ridge has a bye. Um, they couldn't get a game scheduled for week eight. They couldn't find a non-league opponent, unfortunately. Um, so they kind of got to kind of got to sit it out this week and they'll, you know, I'm sure they'll be paying attention to, uh, Franklin Pierce and Washington playing tonight. Um, if Franklin Pierce wins that one, they will win their side of the division outright. And the two will play for the SPSL title, uh, the two ASPSL title next week. Um, if Washington wins and Fife wins, then I think you got this kind of three way tie and I'm not sure what the tiebreaker is there. So, you know, there's kind of three horses in that race right now, but Franklin Pierce can decide it all with a win. Um, so River Ridge definitely uh, paying attention to uh, a few games on the other side of the big night, even without playing then for them. Absolutely. You bet. Okay. Uh, Six and one Timberline faces one and six North Thurston. Yep. So oldest rivalry game um, in Thurston County, I believe it started in 1970. Um, So that'll be played tonight. Um, North Thurston owns the all-time series. They're leading. Um, But Timberline, you know, this year, definitely on a roll. I mean, I talked about Hathaway earlier, and I don't really see him slowing down. Their offensive line is huge. Um, Done a really solid job this year. So I think Timberline um, certainly has the edge in that one at this point. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And, you know, this is – we mentioned this off-air, but right now is – I think what my grandmother would call the business end of the season. Mm-hmm. We are we're really going to find out uh, the teams that are going to make it, the teams that are not, and the teams. There are a lot of teams that are right on the cusp. It could go either way. Right. Um. In this three A South Sound Conference is one of those leagues where there's a lot of teams that are still in the mix. Um. Kind of tried to jot down a couple of things here. Um. I believe Timberline is in the playoffs. Um. Okay. And now they just figure out seating. So the important thing for them. Um, is to be in the top two. So even if they were to lose the Peninsula next week, if they can retain that number two seed, 
they get a home they get, they a, get home a home game, game right, um right. which is which is huge and i believe that even if they were to lose out that they own several of the tiebreakers and there's four playoff spots in this league okay um at the other end of the fortune spectrum there are teams still looking for wins and yes. uh rochester hosting aberdeen this maybe is their opportunity huh? this this might be their chance um to pick up you know to pick up a win this season um, obviously both teams struggling, you know, coming back up to this, this two a league after playing down in the one a league, um, the past couple of years. So yeah, this is definitely Rochester's opportunity. I mean, they're at home, you know, so c- kind of, kind of a chance for them to pick up their, pick up a win this week. And then, uh, a couple of nearly 50, 50 teams that have their work cut out for them, Tonino and Montesano, uh, unbeaten Bulldogs. Uh yeah, so t- <laughs> Tonino, you know, lost to Elma last week, and it does not get any easier. Um, they've got number four Monty coming in, and Monty's coming off a huge win over Hoquiam. Um, so you know, I'm sure they're going to be flying pretty high, and so Tonino's definitely got one of the uh, one of the tougher teams in the state coming to visit tonight. Yes, and then Yelm also facing an unbeaten team. Yeah, um, so Yelm gets Peninsula, and they're uh, they're the number five team in the state in three A. Um, they haven't moved in several weeks. That three A, that three A uh, setup is tough. Although O'Day did beat Eastside Catholic uh, last week, which is huge. Um, so they take over the number one spot there. But yeah, Peninsula um, Capital gave them a game. Um, you know, so it's it's they're not they're not untouchable for right. sure. Um, but yeah, definitely going to be rough, uh, especially on the road for Yum to go in there. Yeah, could be. All right. Well, this is uh, fun looking about what's going to happen tonight. We're about halfway through our weekly game previews, and uh, we have some more games uh, coming up to look at, including ones that, uh, as we talked about earlier, really could decide whether or not you are going to the playoffs. So all that's coming up after this break on uh, 95.3 Olympias KGY. Football fans, Cut Rate Auto Parts asks, are you ready to tackle fall and winter driving? Defensive preparations start with new wipers and brake pads. Check out your brake lights. On offense, NGK spark plugs provide faster line acceleration, and seafoam motor treatment will give you what you need on those long runs. Don't forget special teams. Dress up your rig with floor mats, seat covers, or running. Meguiar's products keep your team vehicle looking its best. Rush in to Cut Rate Auto Parts near you and get set for a winning season. The Olympian is your local news source featuring award-winning reporters with convenient home delivery or join the online readership of over 90,000 per week. The Olympian is a community supporter sponsoring local events. You get the latest local news, sports, and entertainment news in the Olympian. See theolympian.com to sign up for home delivery for just three per week or get an online introductory four-week subscription for just $1.99. TheOlympian.com. The Woodshed Furniture on Martin Way in Lacey is the source for quality home furnishings. Pieces that will stay in the family for generations. You owe it to yourself to see what's new in the Amish furniture or bedroom galleries. Lie down on a Serta or Simmons mattress and check out the Woodshed's wide selection of recliners, power recliners and reclining sofas. You'll find quality in every corner of the store 12 months same as cash interest-free financing oac 6127 martin way the woodshed in lacy there's the kickoff 95.3 kgy and more with noel and lauren on red zone talk and we are back for our final segment we've got some more uh, games to preview for tonight and uh including the first one here which is um 
couple of teams that have had a good season going so far, Rainier and Napavine. Yeah, this one's this one's going to be huge, and Rainier has to go there, and Napavine has been the undisputed number one team in the state in the polls ever since August, um, ever since this whole thing started. Um, undefeated, they're 7-0. and um, But, you know, Rainier's got that one loss to Adna, and it wasn't by much, um, and Adna's also a ranked team. Um, so, you know, Rainier off to a great season so far, and I think I said all the time is that, you know, Terry Shaw just didn't know what this team was going to do at the beginning of the season because there's not a lot of guys, um, but they have really – just really, you know, beating up on a lot of teams that have beat them pretty, pretty well in the past, and you know, done done an awesome job. So if they can go in and you know give Napavine a close game or you know come out with a win, that's going to be absolutely huge. I would think if you live in Rainier, you're pretty proud of how the boys have been doing. Absolutely, this year, right. Uh, w- one that is a big game here. A couple of four and three teams, Capital and Gig Harbor. Yeah, um, so I believe if Capital uh, wins tonight, that they'll secure a playoff spot. Um, and if you know if they can beat Gig Harbor, that that's that's definitely a huge win for them. Um, you know, kind of with you know your quarterback getting injured early, and then kind of, kind of trying to figure out the offense after that. Certainly rough. Um, but they've you know they rallied. They've done a good job. Uh, like again, they played Peninsula super close a couple weeks ago. I think they were pretty frustrated to get a loss there actually. So if they can go in and you know kind of beat the other bridge school here, um, that's going to be it's going to be a big one. And they get they get Gig Harbor at home, so that's that's helpful. There we go. And then uh, Olympia, and we talked about kind of their possibilities. I think a little bit. They're five and two. They're going to go. I think two, four, and three Puyallup. Yes, they yeah they'll be out at Sparks tonight. Um, Puyallup's got the, you know the big the big time quarterback who's got the eleven man state record for touchdowns that he broke earlier this year. Um, but I believe you know a win tonight will lock up that number three seed um, into the playoffs for Olympia, and that's the last like that's the last home seed. So the top three teams in the four ASPSL get home games in the first round, uh, which would be that's which is huge, you know, with as tough as as tough as the four A is this year. Um, and I believe, you know, even if Olympia were to lose out, um, they would. I believe they would still get one of the five playoff spots. Okay, so it's a big night, though, for the Bears, and uh, thinking positive thoughts about that. Uh, Shelton is going to go face Central Kitsap, which has had a few troubles this year. Uh, is there hope for Shelton? Shelton has a glimmer of hope, so they have to win the last two games. Um, they have to beat CK and Capital, which... Um, it's vaguely familiar to last year when a very similar thing happened and, you know, Capital ended up winning and getting the playoff spot. Um, but Shelton, yeah, you know, coming back and getting and ending that skid and getting that win over North Thurston um, keeps them in the hunt. So they're, they're still there. They still got a shot. All right. So there you have it, a night of uh, exciting games tonight. So uh, definitely get out and go see one. The weather's going to be great today, and it may rain a little bit later on, but don't let that deter you. Uh, locker room talk has been in the news lately, and it made me think back to my locker room days, whether it's PE or a member of this team or that. I've spent a little bit of time in locker rooms, and most of the talk was about sport. Some of it was out about girls. Uh, did we talk in crude and demeaning terms that we've heard in the news? And I can say that nobody that earned the respect of the rest of the team did. None of the confident guys, none of the leaders. And guys talk amongst themselves, and women do too, I understand. But it's important to remember that no matter who you're talking to or where the conversation is being held, there is, in truth, no real separation between talk and locker room talk. And no matter the subject, it's possible and important not to objectify, demean, or denigrate 
gender, race, ethnicity, orientation, you get it. Our athletes, students, and children all need to know that. Whatever you say has the same meaning no matter where you say it, in the locker room, on the field, in the classroom. And for crying out loud, don't brag about the bad things you do. Talk is talk, and once it's spoken, it's out. That's important to remember, too. Uh, Seahawk fans, we have uh, Arizona Cardinals, finally a game you don't need to get up early for Sunday night. Yep, very nice. Um, that's Those are good, especially when you're working them. I mean, you got to be there really early. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you're not going to Arizona this week, I think. I am not going to Arizona <laughs> this week. Um, obviously, up at the Tribune, we have a few a few folks headed down there for for warmer weather. Um, yeah. But I will I will not be one of them this Someday. week. Someday, uh, unbeaten Huskies host uh, OSU. Yeah, and it's funny because I'm wearing an Oregon State shirt right now. As yeah, um, my are. dad's my dad's from Fulhamith, which is right by Corvallis down there. Um, but yeah, I don't want to don't want to. Give false impressions, false impressions about my allegiances here. The go. Huskies are definitely off to off to a great start and been a been a lot of fun to watch so far. I think this is one of those years where you know the Apple Cup's going to mean something, and I think everybody's pretty excited for that. Yeah. Uh, what game are you going to see tonight? I think I, I can guess. I will be. Yeah, I will be at the Pioneer Bowl tonight um, at Tumwater, and I talked to you know both coaches yesterday, and I said I will see you bright and early because I'm going to get there several hours before to get a parking spot. <laughs> Well, uh, Red Zone Talks, Ashley and Gabby will also be there at the stadium tonight near the main entrance uh, prior to the game. So on your way in, stop by. they got a nice little football toss game, so show your skills with that. And, uh, you know, if you're, if you're uh, not driving yet, sign up to win a uh, free driver's education from 911 Driving School. And uh, if you've got comments on the show, email us, rzt at kgyradio.com. Uh, anything I'm missing? I don't think so. All right. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, Thank you for listening. Uh, That wraps it up for uh, today for Red Zone Talk. It's another great Friday. Go out and go to a game. Buy a hot dog. Get some coffee. Have some fun. Cheer to your horse. And uh, we'll see you again right here next Friday on Red Zone Talk. Time for a full hour of commercial-free music with the Workday Kickoff on 95.3 Olympia's KGY. Enjoy the games this weekend, and remember, every Friday morning is a Red Zone Talk morning on 95.3 KGY. Ready? Now KGY begins the Workday Kickoff, playing Olympia's greatest hits, 95.3 KGY.